0: This is a special Canada Day edition of A Little More Conversation. We're taking a road trip on this July the 1st, bringing to you some of the best of what this country has to offer if you head out this summer or... Any other time, for that matter. We've nearly made it across the prairies. We're heading now into wild rose country. This goes perhaps without saying. Alberta is so much more than Banff, Jasper, Lake Louise, and the Calgary Stampede, although those should all be on anyone's bucket list. It is home to no fewer than six UNESCO World Heritage sites, lots of camping, lots of outdoor activities, and much, much more. Joining me now for the Alberta leg of our journey tonight is Tannis Gaffney. Uh, She is the Chief Marketing Officer for Travel Alberta. Thanks for your time. Welcome to the show. Happy Canada Day.
1: Thanks. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me.
0: So I mean, you must be excited for the summer ahead. It's been uh, it's been a few challenging years, and this one looks like it's going to be uh everything open, everything ready to go. Um are you ready?
1: Uh, well, yeah, we're we're anticipating a a, a record summer, I think, for uh, Canadian travelers to come out come out west, we're hoping, uh, with uh you know cheaper gas prices out here. So I, I, we're ready. Our, our operators are ready, so um, we're we're very welcoming here in Alberta, and hoping that uh, Canadians will try to you know venture over over to our but part
0: of the country. There's so much to see that people already kind of know of. I mean, I, I took a train ride to Jasper last year. That was on my bucket list. Uh, there weren't many people when I got there this time last year, but uh, I imagine this year it'll be really busy. But you know, just those areas, I imagine that uh, that it's going to be popular this year in sort of the Jasper, Banff, those areas, Lake Louise.
1: Yeah, we're really anticipating a busy summer in the Rockies. So what we've been saying to guests and travelers is if you are planning on going to the Rockies to just, um, you know, book ahead, if that's not just your accommodation, your activities, your transportation. And there is, once you get there, there's also lots of great ways to get around the mountain towns without a vehicle. So there's a lot of public transport or complimentary shuttle offerings this summer, which is actually going to really help with some congestion of the traffic in in the mountain regions. Yeah. How does that,
0: uh, but, how, how does that work? Sorry, go ahead. Well,
1: you can, do, you can book it actually from, from Banff town site. It's a uh, complimentary shuttles that will take you out to Lake Louise. But what we're, what we're encouraging people is if you want to see the Rockies in Alberta, I mean, Waterton is the Southern Rockies that's often less populated and less visited and is as spectacular as it's part of a um, international peace park because they do share uh, the, the border uh, with with the Americans, so there's there's a really spectacular offering in Waterton that people might not always think about when you
0: think about the Rockies. And how far a drive is? That? And that's how far a drive from, say, Calgary?
1: Oh yeah, from Calgary, it's about three hours. Okay. So uh, you know, you could make a day trip, but uh, you know, we try to say you know spend a couple nights down in Waterton. There's a lot of really interesting places to explore, like Red Rock Canyon is um, you know this beautiful uh, red silt that's um, with a waterfall. There's uh, You can hike up by bear hump and overlook the whole valley and the lake. So there's some really you know, spectacular kind of offerings in Waterton that uh, you could do for a day or you could go down and stay for a weekend or even midweek, a couple of days.
0: Yeah, which would certainly allow you to see something a little bit different, which is always good for your pictures. Of course, everyone wants to see places like Lake Louise, but uh, but might be more fun to see something uh, something a bit different. You have so many UNESCO heritage sites in, uh, in Alberta, the most in Canada, I think, but I could be wrong. Um, what will those be like? Any, any recommendations this year? Because, again, those are the kinds of places the tourists really flock to.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we do. We have the most UNESCO world heritage sites in, uh, in Canada. We have six. Uh, The latest one um, being designated in 2019, which is Writing on Stone Provincial Park, which is a really spectacular spiritual area that the um, Indigenous warriors used to go to to pray before they went into battle. So it's near Lethbridge. There's uh, obviously uh, we have the head smash in Buffalo Jump. uh, That is also, you know, a really interesting area that. Um, you know, great for the kids because there's an interactive museum with, um, you know, film features so you can kind of see how the bison roamed across the prairies long, long ago. So there, there are so many different areas um, from the Indigenous experiences to even Drumheller. So that's one thing that people actually often overlook is the dinosaurs in Alberta. So we have, you know, an international recognized museum in the in the Trail Museum. And it's the dinosaur capital of the world. It's great for families. It is a protected UNESCO World Heritage site, and you can even, you know, try to dig for dinosaur bones if you feel inclined, uh, or you can just explore the really interesting landscape that's that's down there in Drumheller. Um,
0: I guess that applies as much to people who live in Alberta as, as who live in BC and Saskatchewan. Anyone could enjoy those uh, those sites as well. Which is yeah.
1: absolutely like an easy day trip from Calgary, too. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely something that we were promoting over the last two years to Albertans when we could only stay in the province. Here's a hidden gem in your backyard that you might not even know about that's, a, you know, world famous.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, I've I've heard lots of. I've never been, unfortunately. That's on my. It's next on my bucket list as one of the things to do. Um, people love to camp. Obviously, Canadians who are going across country will often camp or RV. Um, what sort of challenges this year for your provincial parks and so forth in terms of just finding a spot? Uh, going to provincial parks can be a challenge sometimes. If there, if there's lots of interest.
1: Yeah, we're 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 actually saying the same thing. You know, plan before you go. Know before you go. Go on the Provincial Park websites, book a spot, uh, don't just show up because you might not actually get a spot. So it's just all about kind of the pre-planning to make sure that, you know, as we anticipate a busy summer that, um, you know, travelers aren't disappointed if they get somewhere. So uh, that's, that's sort of the Provincial Campsite um, websites are, are very easy to navigate. And yeah, depending on where, where you're interested in and, you know, what kind of lot or spot you're looking for, it's just a plan before you go.
0: What about up north? I mean, I'm, given that uh, you're expecting a lot of visitors this summer, and a lot of them will probably try to go to some of the same places, it seems like a really great opportunity to see stuff that's just as spectacular, but maybe not as popular. Um, so what about a little further further north? Uh, I know that's, that's an area that's beautiful, but not an area that many tourists or too many tourists find their way to.
1: Well, yeah, we we actually... Um, we. For those that are kind of um, want to explore the North, you know, we kind of tried to do a hub and spoke out of Edmonton. So Edmonton is, you know, obviously our capital city. Uh, they host over 50 festivals annually. So you could hit a festival in Edmonton from, you know, Folk Fest to Fringe Fest. There's a Caribbean Arts Festival in Edmonton that's really interesting. Uh, and, you know, entertainment for all ages. And then there's a really interesting new Indigenous boutique hotel that's about an hour north of Edmonton in Smoky Lake, Alberta. It's a 40-room hotel called Métis Crossing. It's right on the North Saskatchewan River, which was actually the the site of the original trading area for um, the Métis. It, and not only can you s- spend, you know, quite a few days with experiencing the history and, and the folklore there, but you can also take a, almost like a safari guided wilderness tour in their wilderness uh, park, which is actually bison. And so they have a bunch of different types of bison, but they are home to white bison. So uh, that was actually, I just did this about a month ago and you literally are in a, in a vehicle and they drive you around the paddock and you can get up close and personal with quite rare white bison, which is
0: bison, um, yeah, I had no an idea hour they, north
1: of Edmonton. Sorry.
0: I, I had no idea they existed. That's. that's
1: uh, yeah. They're quite rare. There's only one born every million bison, and they have a number of them up there. So you can stay at Métis Crossing, in quite just down the road from Smoky Lake, Alberta, and then you can take this um, this this tour in their wildlife park.
0: I'm speaking with Tannis Gaffney, the chief marketing officer of Travel Alberta for our Canada Day road trip. We're uh, heading west. Uh, we're In Alberta right now, home to the most UNESCO heritage sites in the country, full of places to go. Obviously, the ones that everyone, the famous, famous ones, the Lake Louise's and the Banffs and the ice fields and so on. But we're also trying to find some other spots you could go to, too. Not that you don't want to go take a quick picture over at Lake Louise. You don't want to miss it, but there's lots of other stuff to see in the province. When we come back, of course, we'll talk about some of the big summer festivals. Uh, Alberta, there's Folk Fest, which you've mentioned at Edmonton already. The Stampede, obviously, coming up uh, and lots more. We'll get to that after this. Tennis Gaffney is joining us this half hour for our cross-country road trip for Canada Day to tell us a bit more about Alberta. She's the Chief Marketing Officer for Travel Alberta. We've been talking a lot about uh, just different places you can go that are a bit uh, not necessarily places you might be super familiar with, but a way to see the Rockies without necessarily going just to Banff or Jasper. There's uh, uh, lots of provincial parks, Drumheller, obviously a big one, uh, lots of stuff to see. Six UNESCO heritage sites in the province we've talked a bit about uh, heading up north using Edmonton as a bit of a, la- a launching pad to go to different places uh, in northern Alberta or further north. Lots of festivals, though, too. If you want to um, check something out, I mean, obviously the Stampede. So, tell me a bit about how that's going to unfold this year. I guess everyone's very excited about it being sort of back to back to back to normal, so to speak.
1: Yeah, the Stampede. Well, the Stampede kicks off July eighth to seventeenth and they you know the classic favorites are back the rodeo uh, the evening show midway rides and of course all the delicious fried food that um you wouldn't wouldn't necessarily eat the rest of the year uh, what's kind of interesting what they're doing this year at the stampede is they're having a stampede powwow so it's a celebration of kind of indigenous culture it is free with admission and it is on July 12th to 14th in the saddle dome and it is actually going to be the largest powwow from across North America and and uh, competitors are going to compete for I think it's about 175,000 of prize money. So I'm really looking forward to to taking a uh, to taking a look and 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 seeing that. And the other thing that's happening actually uh, just opening next week is Alberta Boot has put on it a really amazing boot experience, just unique to Alberta. They actually make all the boots for the RCMP uh, right, across perfect. Canada. And they have, um, they've always been here, but they have a, a group of new Alberta investors and they have a new headquarters. So you can go into this shopping experience where you can get handmade boots. Uh, the shop's sort of along a huge glass wall where you can look through and you can kind of see boots being made by, you know, local artisans. You can shop and try to find a bag or some clothing that's also made in Alberta. But uh, what's kind of interesting, if you want to spend a lot of time, is there's a there's a Alberta um, whiskey distillery that's also within this experience. So you can enjoy a shot of bourbon in store while you, they're maybe working on your new boots.
0: So I'm yeah, yeah, um, pretty excited
1: to see, to see this new Alberta boot uh, experience that we have in
0: Calgary. Where is that, Tennis?
1: It's just in Calgary. It's downtown uh-huh. on 11th.
0: Oh great. Um I guess advice again this year just for people who want to go to some of the festivals because clearly something like the Stampede uh there must be a stampede for for hotel space in the city as well.
1: Yeah, the you know our our advice is um a, there's a lot of new hotels actually in Calgary uh that have sort of popped up over the last 2 years. There's one downtown called the Dorian. Uh, there's another one called the Wesley, which is uh, one's about five story. The other one's about 26 story. But w- what we've been doing is um, a lot of the downtown hotels book up really quickly because they're easy, you know, to get over to the Stampede Park. But there's a number of hotels that are outside of just the downtown core that um, have a lot of availability. Uh, we've actually been looking at them as we're bringing in all sorts of um uh, you know, uh, stakeholders over the ne- over the next kind of month that uh, actually still have really affordable rates. So, you know, depending on what your budget is, you know, there's kind of uh, hotels or accommodation for for any you know anybody's budget levels right now.
0: We we've heard of the I think everyone's heard of the Calgary Stampede. Uh, are there any other festivals you'd recommend? Family friendly things? Anything else that uh, people who aren't going to be there in that? period uh, might want to look at checking out and and making part of their itinerary for a trip through through the province this summer
1: well you know yeah there's a lot of rural festivals that um are pretty are pretty fun like uh Lethbridge is doing whoop-up days uh, you know so so there's you know there isn't necessarily the big festivals in the big cities that we always we know about but if you you know you just go to um, go just go to our website and and you can kind of see there's a, a festival link and you can kind of see the rural festivals that maybe aren't aren't as well known that are really, really interesting. Uh, There's also, you know, if you're into rodeos, there's all, there's an old rodeo. There's all sorts of just um, smaller town experiences where you can even get a little bit more up close and personal with uh, some of the experience. So I would, I would, I would take a look at at our website and try to figure out, um, you know, maybe where, where you are and how much time you have. And that might be helpful to, to plan your trip. And again, Plan ahead of time so that's uh, you're not disappointed or you have tickets, et cetera, um, on, on where you're going to go.
0: As we all know, in, in this country, if you arrive somewhere and it's too crowded for you to get in like a provincial park, it could be a long way to find an alternative. So it's always uh, best to plan in advance. In, any other activities this uh, that, that would be interesting for for folks to know about this summer in, uh, in Alberta? I know there's just a long list of things to do, but is there anything else for, for those from outside the province, some hidden gems you might recommend?
1: Well, yeah, we have we, on our website, so TravelAlberta.com, we have we have a bunch of road trips and we have a bunch of roadside attractions that you can go to. One of the interesting ones that's sort of off the beaten path that uh, I know I'm going to be doing this summer is an Indigenous road trip. So it starts at, um, it starts from Calgary and you head east to Blackfoot Crossing. And then you can go south to those attractions such as Head Smash and Buffalo Jump. There's another one called Lakeland Trail uh, where you can actually um, experience some Indigenous adventures along the way, fishing and shopping. So, yeah, the, I, I think that there's kind of some interesting, um, you know, roadside attractions that you might you might not know about that, you know, we have the world's largest fishing lure uh, in Lacombe, we have the world's largest oil lamp in Donelda, we have a world's largest sausage in Mundane, Alberta, the Easter egg, everyone knows about that one in Vegreville. You know, there's kind of some interesting, fun places that you can kind of experience uh, Along the way that, um, that you know, you might not necessarily, might be something unexpected, an, uh, an Alberta unexpected vacation that isn't necessarily on the map.
0: What about just for you? You said you were doing the, the Indigenous uh, drive this summer. I guess there are a lot of really good drives in, uh, in Alberta. Which ones would you recommend if you had to pick a few?
1: Well, you know, I personally love Cowboy Trail. Uh, so that takes you over to um, Longview. The Eau Claire Distillery in Longview is a quite world-recognized distillery for, for their whiskey. They actually just launched a new whiskey last week. Uh, so you can go there for a tasting. Or, you know, if if you want to be alcohol-free, they have a beautiful patio and you can have lunch. And then you can go into Black Diamond. You can go over to Nanton. Uh, it's just... The, Claire's home. That cowboy trail is so spectacular on the way down to Pincher Creek. I don't know if you've driven along there, but uh, that is just quintessential Alberta: rolling foothills, Rocky Mountains in the background, you know, ranching country, and then you know, warm and welcoming people that kind of meet you along the way in these little towns. So, I I, I think if I if I had to pick, that might be my favorite.
0: That would be one. And just as a last word of advice to uh, to travelers, I there was a lot of information on your website, so if people have questions or they had they want to start to plan a trip. Um, is that is that the best place to start?
1: Yeah, travelalberta.com. Uh, we update it every day right now. Um, there's places to stay, things to do, uh, travel offers. You could go and see, you know, where if there's any um, any places, uh, how much things cost, and then that goes direct to kind of all of our partner websites across the across the province. So it's it's kind of your your one stop shop uh, for this summer if you're if you're looking for more information.
0: Tannis Gaffney, thanks so much for uh, for for joining us for this this segment of the road trip. I appreciate it.